Hello, friends. Well, if you fear more than you have faith, and if you're filled with anxiety and just worry all the time more than you're actually enjoying life, then I feel you and you are not alone and you need encouragement because I know that I do. And we need to know how we get through these days. So we're talking about that in this episode. So let's do this. Hey, Courageous Mom. I want you to know that you are so brave, raising those children and giving everything you have for everything that they need. I've been there and understand what it's like to feel like you're lost, to feel tired, and so completely overwhelmed. Hi, I'm Tanya and an autism mom. This journey is not an easy one. It's been demanding and confusing, but it's also been massively life-changing in a great way and has brought me more joy and more laughs than I could ever imagine. You shouldn't walk alone, and that's why I felt called to create this community. Here you'll laugh, find joy, hear inspiring stories, along with support and some tough love to begin your journey back to you again. You have permission to take care of yourself, to go after your dreams, and to be happy and fulfilled every day, even on those tough ones. So let's do this journey together, gracefully, boldly, and courageously. So growing up, it was always imprinted in my brain, and to be honest, it still is till this day, that if you're fearful, you can't have faith. And I know that I've been told that if I live in fear or have fear, that I must not have any faith in God or any hope. And that obviously adds another level of guilt because, you know, we needed more of that. And the truth is, is that this journey as my son's mom is forever evolving and Different things are constantly coming up and often there are things I didn't even consider because I was often so worried and focused on something completely different that maybe didn't happen because this other thing that I wasn't focused on (laughs) popped up. And not to say that that other thing won't come to fruition, it usually is the thing that I wasn't looking for or thinking about. So now that I've learned all that, of course, that adds to the fear of what's around the corner, what's coming that I that I don't see. Those are all things that I fear and wish I had more control of. But obviously, we don't. And as a special needs parent, all our worries are very similar. We fear the unknown. And it is just fact that our fears for our neurotypical children and our children with special needs is completely different. And most of our other friends can relate to the worries and the fears that we have for our neurotypical children because they're dealing with friendship drama and hanging with the wrong crowd and peer pressure, parties as they get older, where they're going to college, and making the right decisions when they're finally out on their own. But see, we're not really worrying about whether they'll be out on their own someday. So 
your friends, most friends will get that. They'll get all those fears associated with having a child. But it is fact, and I do not care what anyone says, because those fears are completely different than what I feel for my son. Unless you have walked in our shoes, you cannot fathom what that means. Because of that, and because you know that not everyone gets what your fears are, you feel alone. And oftentimes when someone who doesn't get it tries to talk to you about it to help make you feel better in their intentions, they mean well and they want to help. But I would rather just have them listen because truly sometimes that is often what we just want. We want someone to hear us because sometimes we keep it all bottled in. Actually, most often we keep it all bottled in and we don't ever express those fears. And for many reasons, that isn't healthy at all. But yet I get why sometimes I don't even want to talk about my fears because it makes them real. I put it out there and keeping it in though isn't helping either. So I have many fears as I know that you do, but I would say that I have my top three and it's sad that I have my top three fears, but they're real. And although I do not like to talk about them because like I said, I'm putting it out there and I'm voicing them and there is guilt associated with feeling them and saying them, but I think it's good for you to know that you're not alone in worrying about any of these because I know I'm not the only one feeling them. So my first big one is, am I doing enough for him? And when I'm completely overwhelmed in thinking about the answer to this question, I have to catch myself and make myself see the facts of what has been done since I became his mom. And what I know for sure is that I have fought a school system to get him what he needs like crazy. I have fought for him to be in that community because he deserved it as much as those other children. And it was hell on earth showing up every day and seeing those people that worked so hard to try to keep him out of the integrated classroom and being a part of the activities that their children were in and still trying to hold my head up high and not burst into tears and completely lose it because I was filled with anxiety over how they were judging me, but completely faking it and also digging deep to my heart and anger so that I could stand in front of them and let them see that they weren't affecting us. So I know that we've been there and done that. And I know when that didn't work out in that city or district, that we moved to get him what he needed. And I know that I put my career on hold because he mattered more, my daughter mattered more. And in constantly seeking out social opportunities for him and services, I know that I am doing all that I can. But on the days when I feel like I can't handle anymore, I completely forget all of this. 
And I also forget the fact that I am human and I beat myself up. But all I know is that I am not perfect. I never have been, I never will be. But I do know with all of my heart that I love my son like crazy. And I know that I try my best. And so what if some of the days that I feel like I just can't go on, I just sit on the couch and cry. So what? Like, honestly, look at everything else that you have done on a day-to-day basis. And if you have a day here or there that you just cry it out, don't beat yourself up. Look at your track record because I can tell you that that is truly all that matters. And the other thing that I worry about is what will his future look like? Will he be able to do all the things that he hopes to? Will he drive? Because he wants to. Will he have his own apartment? Because he wants to. And will he have a friend that truly sees how incredible he is and loves hanging out with him because they love all his personality quirks? And will he have a partner to love him and that he loves? And will he get to experience all the joy that goes with that and those relationships? And I can make myself sick with worry as I think of all the possible scenarios of the uncertain future for him. And I realize no one's future is certain, but I don't doubt or fear that my daughter won't get her license if she applies herself and does the required road lessons. But for my son, it's not that clear cut. But what I do know is that we are doing all that we can. Right now, we're setting him up to get ABA, but more focused on the community aspect. So they won't be working so much in the home, but rather with him out in the community and giving him the opportunities to learn how to be more independent with all the day-to-day things that we do out in the world and that comes so easy for us. But my third fear, and this is hands down my biggest fear, is what happens if I die. And I hate even talking about that. Yes, my son has many people that adore him, including an amazing father. But the fact is, is no one knows him like me. No one knows all the ins and the outs of everything that he needs day in and day out. And when I say needs, I'm talking about emotionally more than the day-to-day list of things that he needs to be done. I know what he needs at school. I know what's going on at school. I handle his IEP, manage all the assessments and getting him set up with new therapies. I know where all his records are and just all the day-to-day things that you don't even think about doing that you just do that would be so hard to convey to someone else that needed to take it on or do it. Does that make sense? Because I know what I'm saying and I know why I'm afraid of not being around and why I feel like I have to live forever. But also, the most important thing is who's going to love him 
as much as I do. And yes, I know, I said it, his father is amazing and adores him, loves him more than anything. But there's a fight that I have gone through with him and the day-to-day and that whole history that I was present for, that definitely has me so connected to him in who is going to think about what the next step is because I'm always having to think about what the next step is. What is he going to need next? And who will do that if I wasn't around? And I don't have the answers to that and I don't want to even think about that. I'm sure people would manage, but one thing I know for certain is that no one on this planet would fight for him to the level that I have fought for. And I am not saying that like I am the best person on the planet in his life, but I know for certain that no one is more scrappy than me when it comes to my kids. But I'm sure that it would all be figured out. I don't think that the world would stop if I was no longer around. And again, I do not want to even think about this. I hate talking about it, but I think that it's important that if we're talking about our fears and having more fear over faith sometimes that I share all of the fears, especially my biggest one. So while I don't have any of the answers on how any of this will play out, I have to continue to take one day at a time. We have to continue to keep getting ourselves back up when we've been broken down from exhaustion. And yes, we have crazy big fears, more than many parents could truly understand. But we also have a fire within us because we have become so much stronger over the years. There is a level of resilience that we know is in there, even on the worst days, because I've said it before and I say it all the time as a reminder to myself and I am saying it to you. You have survived 100% of your worst days. And sure, some days fear takes over completely and our doubts completely occupy our headspace. And it feels like all hope is gone and that your faith is weak. And those are the days that I will say to God, I don't feel like I can do this one more day. I'm not strong enough for this, but I know you are. So I am leaning on you because I have zero left in this tank, God. Now, these aren't the prayers that I learned in Catholic school, but it is a prayer and the one that God hears. I used to think that the only way God will hear me or answer a prayer is if I'm saying thou and in speaking in biblical terms. But the truth is, you and I are no surprise to God. So show up as you are. And you know how you'll often fake it till you make it in life? Well, I used to do that with God. I used to think that if I acted like I was hopeful and said I had faith even when I had zero, that he somehow would believe me. And none of what I was saying was true. 
like, did I really think that God didn't know the truth and wasn't going to actually see right through my fears and what I was saying? That, in fact, I really had zero hope and that I was actually scared out of my mind. But I think when I show up in my space with him, and that can be just sitting on my couch or crying on my bathroom floor, but when I am full of fear and I am weak in faith and I say that, and like I said, I'm pretty sure God knows that already, but coming to him just as you are, he meets you there and he gives you just what you need because I am speaking from experience. There is no way on this planet that I would continue to have the power, the strength, and the courage to keep going if it weren't for him, if it weren't for prayer. It's how I've gotten through all of the hard times and how I know I'll be able to get through the tough times ahead. We can pray to have more faith than fear, but don't be afraid to ask God for help in it and by letting him meet you where you are. So yes, your faith may be zero. You may have zero in your tank. And fear is definitely the only feeling that you have at the present moment. But I can tell you that by just showing up as you are and letting him know that you need him is all that you have to do. Because Sometimes that is all that we can give. And we're often told that to believe in God, you, you can't have any fear at all. That it has to be 100% faith and 100% hope. And that anything else, it, it's just impossible for you to say that you love God and that you believe in him. And I can't recite Bible verses verbatim like many people can, but I don't think that means that God doesn't hear me as much as he would somebody who can recite those verses exactly as they were written. But I guess what I'm getting at and what I'm trying to do is encourage you, encourage you to pray, to show up as you are, to ask for continued strength. But I also want to encourage you to see what is already inside of you. I want to make you completely aware, even when your soul feels completely fearful and discouraged, I want you to be aware of what's inside you and how brave you are because look at what you have made it through to date, okay? You have a track record of being scrappy as heck. So keep focusing on that. But when you lose track of that and lose sight of it, I am here to remind you and encourage you because we all need encouragement from time to time. My hope in this whole podcast idea that I have is to infuse you (laughs) with encouragement that I wish that I had, especially on the earlier days. I'm not saying that I don't have encouragement anymore, but there is something about having people that see all that you're doing, that you completely lose sight of, 
And while some people can give you a compliment, encouragement is what sustains us and keeps us going. And when you encourage someone, you're just acknowledging what God has put in the other person. And so I am helping you to, or I want to help you to realize your strengths and celebrate those strengths and to point out your potential with your courage and your determination and your resilience to have made it to where you are right now and how that will only continue even through the days that it feels like it won't. Encouragement reminds us of who we are. It reminds us that we're brave. And encouragement reminds us that everything that is inside of us is because of God. Because I know that I would not be here without him. And so I encourage you to lean on him when you're feeling completely overwhelmed with fear. And no, the answers won't be immediate. They never are, unfortunately. But you will feel a sense of peace that is primarily the thing that I get in the moments when I feel like I can't one more second. And often when I end the day in complete tears, saying that I just can't one more day or one more minute. It's amazing how I wake up the next morning with more determination and feeling more rested and having that spirit, that fighter spirit that I definitely have. And even when I think it's completely gone, I wake up and that fire is, it's there again. And I know that's you too but we lose sight. So I'm here to remind you today and every day that you need it, that I hope that you come back and listen. And I thank you for listening. And if you want continued support and encouragement, I encourage you to also seek out the Courageously Mom Facebook group and trying to build community in there so that we can continue to love and support and laugh through this journey that we've been put on. So I hope that I see you in there. And if there's anything that you want me to talk about, to talk about my experience with, I would love to hear from you. So with that, I am going to sign off for now, but not without reminding you that you are so brave. You are courageous as heck, and you have got this. And don't you ever forget it. Hey there, me again. One more thing before you go. Thank you so much for listening to the Courageously Mob podcast. I hope you come back to hear some more. And if you enjoyed this, don't forget to subscribe, share, and leave a review.